Welcome back to the Weekend Warrior Show Recap Podcast. I'm Tyler from the Unemployed Architects. This week I'm going to be talking about my shows this last weekend at the Night Shop on Thursday night in Bloomington, the Trading Post Saloon on Friday down in Springfield, and Marshall's Tap over in Bartonville. So I did we did kind of a fun, interesting thing Thursday night uh, because it was a it was a four band, but technically five band bill. If you count Eric Paul and Miss Christine's bands as different bands, they play together, but they do two separate sets, and they have a, the same drummer. So it was it was a uh, four different groups, but five if you count them as two, if that makes sense. And then we had uh, Talent Show and Hot Sauce Universe were the other couple bands. So um, pretty much uh, Talent Show decided or they, they needed a place to stay, stay after the show, and we offered up our place, and they came back. And then Eric Paul and Miss Christine's band, which they're a three-piece, they decided to you know come hang out with us for a little bit. And it was late. It was like 2 a.m., and it was just like kind of a fun vibe we had going. So I thought I would try something different and throw a mic up and see what if we could talk about the show, you know, before that that we had played right before, and uh, you know, got an interesting kind of. I've I've never done anything like that before, so yeah, I, I wouldn't say I was the best host necessarily. I feel like I kind of steamrolled a little bit on the Miss Christine and Eric Paul, unfortunately, but. Uh, I didn't know what I was doing, so I'm just kind of giving a slight disclaimer before. But I think overall it was a fun experience, and we we uh, this is our second time we opened for Miss Christine and Eric Paul, and every time they just blow me away. Uh, you know, we do our set first, which is kind of unusual because we usually you know play all night at our shows, and we just get to hang out after. So, and the last time they came through town they blew me away then this time it was like they were on fire i feel like they just they just sounded so good and uh, it was an awesome experience and the after show kind of hangout was a lot of fun and i'm glad i got a little bit of recording of it i mean i don't i don't think it really did it justice necessarily but it was it was definitely fun and just something different so i'm gonna shut up and uh kind of well you'll hear me talk a lot actually (laughs) because i like i said i was just trying to keep the conversation going but i don't know if i did an excellent job so um but uh, anyway so this is the after show at the night shop with uh, Eric Paul and Miss Christine's bands and uh, the talent show. So that's that's what uh, is about to happen. This week we played at the Night Shop on uh, Thursday, and we got all the bands here, everybody except Hot Sauce Universe, as an after-show podcast. This is the first time I've ever done this with multiple people. So uh, they're all here to talk to us. We're going to start with uh, the talent show here. They, they were the third band that played, but... Uh, the last one's there, um, Talent Shoe, but uh, uh, they were great, and uh, we were pretty much just talking about the show. What do you guys think about it? What, what you, Night Shop, Illinois, any any general just thoughts? Uh, it's all so good. It was a, spectacular. It's a, it's a great spot. We love, yeah. uh, we, we really like Bloomington so far, and we really enjoyed playing at the Night Shop. Is I'm this really your... far from the mic, so I might talk louder. Than That's okay. Else. I can I maybe. Don't assume I'm yelling or that I'm angry or anything. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Expressing myself. I, I probably sound the loudest. <laughs> I'm really close. I'm talking quiet, but so uh, you gotta whisper then. Yeah, I need to talk more like this. <laughs> NPR, welcome. Anyway, um, so is this your first time in Bloomington? 
Yeah, yes. yeah. And you're coming from Lincoln, Lincoln, Nebraska. 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 Okay, where do you guys play at around there? Like, uh, um, we play. I mean, there's a lot of different places to play in Lincoln. You know, there's the bars like Duffy's, the 1867, and then there's you know smaller house shows and stuff. DIY venues like the Void, Couch House. Which the is Void, I've heard of the Void. Just mm -hmm. a house with a bunch of couches. Nice. Um, Lincoln's, Lincoln's. I don't know. It's it's good. You get like the best of both worlds in there. Sweet. And then you, you guys made it to Night Shop tonight in Bloomington, and tomorrow you're where at? Wyandotte, Michigan. Wyandotte, Michigan. Right outside of Detroit. Very cool. So how long of a drive is that? Six hours. Six hours. Yeah. yeah. A long time. You guys are looking for <laughs> like, that. At first I was like, six hours doesn't seem like that long, but we were driving for like, I guess we were driving it's for like eight. seven hours eight. from well, you, Yeah. Well, don't it's say about that. about eight, right? It's six for right now. It's eight, eight from from there to here, right? Yeah, I mean no, from, from Omaha, Omaha. To, oh. to Bloomington. To Bloomington. It's oh. about it eight. Like seven hours. So I just keep the mystique of like saying <laughs> that it's not gonna take forever to are get we, there. Uh, is this, this is just a, a cigarette. Right? Like, are we, are we oh, that is a. <laughs> no, we weren't supposed to do that, but that's okay. You guys are fine. No worries. Anyway, that's okay. I, th um, yeah, I thought it was one of those CBD cigarettes, but it, it's all good. No worries. Um, so you guys, have, I was just past the cigarette. You guys played mostly originals tonight. Yeah, Only yeah. yeah. Only originals. We kind of have like a superstition about covers. We, we have so. some covers that we're getting ready to play. <laughs> I got yeah. Halloween. We're playing well, a Halloween show where we, we're covering early two thousands butt rock. So we're playing so play, Stank. Yeah. Yes. We're playing, we're playing Creed. Oh, yeah. Yes. No, we're playing Nickelback, motherfuckers. Yes. Very yeah. cool. Avril Lavigne, uh, and, uh, uh, Hinder. Honey, why are you calling oh, me? Oh, man. So late. We should have played that. <laughs> that, yeah. that sounds pretty fun. Honestly. <laughs> we have to. Honey, why are you calling Anyway. So then um, we also have the other band here, Eric, Paul, and Miss Christine. They're two, they're two separate groups that play together. Nathan is their drummer. Here, you guys want to say hello to everybody? Hello. How's it going? You're too loud. You oh, sorry. I just want to make sure I was loud enough. <laughs> you face that way when you talk. Bro, chill. <laughs> so, what did you guys think of the show tonight? It was really awesome. It's our it started really back. slow. I was like kind of worried when we started because we played first. The Unimplored Architects. We played first. It was me, Dave, and Lowe tonight. I did the foot percussion setup and. Uh, we were we were we were happy to play first because a little bit less stressful getting everything set up, but there wasn't a lot of people there. That is for sure. But by the time you guys played, it was definitely looking a little better, looking a little fuller, and then yeah, it steadily okay. steadily got fuller. I thought both you guys were great. I mean, you guys were all all sounded fantastic. Um, Shout out to the sound guy. I think his name was Greg. Or Eric. Like his name's Eric. Not even close. Not even close. We have the same name. I loved it. Eric. He did an amazing job. Yeah. He was great. He's one of the best guys I've ever encountered. He's been around the area for a long time, and he he was doing right when we got there. He was doing a show at the BCPA, which is the Bloomington Center Performing Arts, setting them up, and then he got to our show, set us up, and then he's just always and he works at the castle as well the castle oh, theaters like a, yeah but he's he good very be, good at what he, he does be, what know, a guy doing, he should be doing sound for you know the biggest bands right. in the world Guns, bands, Guns bands, and Roses bands like uh, Aerosmith and the Killers or, or Hoobastank maybe he probably does do sound for Hoobastank because I bet they're about castle level type yeah. show yeah, he's um, like, he's like. Normally, I do stuff with mistake, but they're not playing any shows tonight, so I guess I'll do it for a talent show. Yeah. 
All right. So, and it, what, what, where you guys come from last night? You guys came from your home, Iowa. Home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Back, back home. Back home. Is that yeah. your Iowa accent? Over there? No. no. Iowa would be like accent. big. All right. You want to say bag? It's, it's big. That's a little Or gorsh. Gorsh. No, That's yeah. a word. Oh my gosh. Gorsh. Nathan. This is Nathan, the drummer over here. He. uh Third show with them with uh, Eric Paul and Miss Christine. Fourth one. This fourth one. This was the fourth yeah. show. I wow. thought he did it pretty awesome. That being said, I mean he kind of killed it tonight. And he's also currently blasting Nolan's pressure points. Yeah, we got we got a, a weird <laughs> massage train yeah, going on, but face they're, <laughs> lymphatic. they're enjoying themselves. That's all that matters. I have never been so quiet, Mike or no. I've, I've, I've noticed that. I mean, you, well, this you, is nice. We can all get our thoughts in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Giving us room here. But uh, and you guys are off to where tomorrow? Anderson, Indiana. Anderson, for a house Indiana. On house show, Indiana. And then you're somewhere after that, right? Fort Wayne. Uh, Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne, and that's uh, oh, everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. We were, very, good. we were very sad to not play a show in Iowa. We really wanted to stop over. Yeah. What uh, are you guys you're just? Fucking this up. <laughs> Before we even knew you, <laughs> we should have you. Do you, do you, do you guys have a show Saturday <laughs> no. night then or? Uh, uh, yes. Where, Rochester. Rochester, and then where? There's else? lots of Rochesters though. Okay, after that. Rochester, New York. Yeah. Okay. Connecticut. Yeah. So you guys are going all the way. Rochester, yeah. New York on Saturday. Yeah. That's very cool. How long of a drive is that? About eight hours. Yeah. yeah. From, 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 from Wando, it's like six we hours. We the whole ass. Wando. And that'd be it'd be fourteen hours. Fourteen hours. Yeah. Because it's like, okay. I've been looking at the New York route, and it would be Whoa, it's about the same distance from here to Colorado really? as it is okay. from here to New York. Why so. gosh. That is a lot Oh, gosh. We are on the mic. We are yeah, on the mic. Keep the crosstalk. <laughs> to a minimum. I don't even know what's going on anymore. <laughs> let's get a second mic over here. Yeah, we only got the one. I'm very overwhelmed right now. <laughs> I don't well, know. We're on Crossfire on CNN. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking politics. All right, we're or staying away from not, politics. That's the worst thing to talk about. We do music. That's supposed to take people's yeah, mind off all that. Yeah, you guys stuff. just keep it outside of the pub. What really? Hey, what is this really? book? An infinite jest on the table? You want to talk more about that? What is an infinite jest? Is it the ongoing joke? I don't know. What, is, what, is, what does the book Infinite Jest mean to And why was it the ongoing joke? Well, I just want to say that, I don't know. that copy of Infinite is Jest easy, is like, my copy that I've asked back from multiple times. Yeah, but who's read more Foster Wall? Hold on, hold on. From the side, I don't, can't tell if it's faded or that's just the color. But it looks like. But it looks like it says. In the jet. Oh, hold on. And that's oh, what, shit. Oh, it's maybe just. Oh, it's in the jest. Now that's oh, a real. Oh, it's That's a real postmodern look at the novel. In the jest. In the jest. In the jest. Well, I can, I can honestly say that book's never been up in this apartment before. It's, uh, first, it's, it's, it's a very interesting looking book. It's yeah. detailed, so what were you looking now, it's a big book, and it's used by many people to show... It's it's actually my book. It's no. yours. It's my book. No, no, that's not true. Chris stole it from no. me. It's perfect no. for tours. I've read that shit three times. <laughs> the ongoing joke. No, it's not an ongoing joke. I, it's my book. He stole it yeah, from Dio, me. Dio, you're but is, are you saying that that's what the title like, means? Like, to me, that's just synonymous with what it means. Ongoing joke. Infinite. Continuing. Right. Jest. I get what you're saying. We're doing a lot of cross talk here. Sorry. We got really into the internet. Internet just. 
It's a giant book. Hey, Ain't you just maybe? What's your name again? Nolan Ryan. Nolan. Nolan brought a giant book up here called Infinite Jest. They found me in a. I think you need to massage him maybe a little harder. The jaw. We're talking about the jaw. So, uh, what do you guys think of Hot Sauce Universe? They were pretty dude, they were dope. They were dope, man. Nasty. Was that a homemade djembe? I can get no, down no, no. I think I, I think they do sell them as a lap djembe, but um, okay. you don't see them very often. No, that's for yeah. sure. But yeah, she rocked. I thought it was like custom made. I'm like a. I'm big on like you know just sort of. Like extra like, stage decorations, like they oh, they brought with, the like, lamp, the, yeah, the, yeah, the lamp with the yes. shade over it. Recently, love Chris and I saw a band in I Lincoln that like just had like a fern on stage with them. Yeah, yeah. No, it was like it was like an aloe vera. I was like, Wait, that's really nice. It's very calming. Yeah, yeah. between an aloe vera. No. Yeah. <laughs> between aloe vera. <laughs> is that oh, wait, between that? two ferns joke? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I was like at first it was between aloe vera. I realized I haven't seen it yet. Between two ferns, yeah, but like there was like an aloe vera. Bad. No, it's bad, but if you watch it to the end and then you watch like the outtakes, it's the almost outtakes were the best. it's almost worth the whole movie, but it's not really. I just was like halfway through. I was, like, what I was he thinking? Laugh. Why do they do it? Why are they why wasting not? my time? Why am I going to waste my why time not? watching something like that? Like, he, if, why does he do that show to begin with? Just because he can't. The show is funny. Yeah. But, but the movie is just the show again. It's like What's that? Zach Galifianakis is my favorite. Zach Attack. Zach Attack. This fucking But the outtakes were the best. Yeah. It was it was hard it was hard to get through the movie, but once you did, and he's because sometimes he rides that line so hard where it's like you can't tell, like you you pretty sure they're all in on it, but you're not really sure. Like it's almost like so uncomfortable, but then you see those outtakes at the end, and you see how hard it is for him to keep a straight keep it straight through, and it makes it. Dude, that's gonna be so difficult. I think. Like, to be able to hold that. Yeah, to just act like you're so annoyed to be there and like. Didn't yeah, he have like Obama? No. Yeah. 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 I wish we could see the outtakes. You bam. All the ones on YouTube. Oh yeah. Because that I bet is gold. Right. Man, if we had a big. Oh hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there okay. anything else you guys want to say about the show or upcoming stuff uh, you got? Where to check out your music? Anything like this that? This town is great. They like Bloomington. That's this, good. This town is yeah, great. I really. We played with Eric Paul and Miss Christine. This is our second show with them, and they 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 killed it both times. It was very very awesome. Oh, you guys are phenomenal, man. I don't want to. Too kind. It. You're too kind. We yeah, do what we can. This place is so unassumingly charming, but then you actually like go to where I don't know music is or drinks are or food is, and it's like oh shit, they're like rad ass people here. It's it's not just that lit up belfry at the end of the uh, thoroughfare. It's, it's really it's, just us nine. Everybody else sucks it here. It looks quaint. I mean, I was going to say, like, the nine yeah, of us are probably, like, you want to post spot and look at it. You guys are punk as fuck, and I love it here. So, I did not expect this. What? Anybody got a time? I don't even know what time it is. It is 2.25 a.m. I didn't I didn't mention that. This is after the show. Oh, this is definitely post-show. Post-show. Definitely post-show. So, if you're really annoyed by the, the cross talk, that's Talent shoe, Miss Christie, and Eric Poe. Eric Poe, please your Poe no more. I'm just saying, like, it worked out. It worked out. My name is Poe. You gonna play some songs? All right, where can we check out Talent Show music? Talent Show. Spotify. Spotify is a good one. Spotify, look up Talent Show. Look up, 
Apple Music. Talentshow.bandcamp.com. Talentshow-bandcamp.com. Go to talentshow.com and create your own profile today. <laughs> Sell your actually, own music. Sorry, that's, we're actually still setting that I up. nuke Avatar, but that'll be... <laughs> by the time this podcast comes out, it will be. <laughs> anyway. All right. But yeah, Eric. Look, up, look up Talent Show, but with a small caveat... Um, it might you might have to take it might be take some digging to get to us. Some like German butt rock band has really recently released an album called Talent Show, and then it started showing up on our Spotify page. We don't know how to get rid of it, so don't listen Dude, to that. Yeah, what the fuck? I'm just taking German butt rock. German butt rock. Deep down, that was their first album. All right. What the fuck is this? I've never even heard of but the term butt rock before, but I'm I've heard of the cube steak before. I'm glad to be in the know now. Yeah, I'm sorry. We didn't we didn't we didn't mean to unpack. Derail the whole. We didn't mean to derail the whole. Right. All right. Miss Christine, Eric Paul, where do we hear your music at? If you look up Miss Christine, M I S S with a C H, um, on all of the online things. But you can go to misschristinemusic.com. That's where you find my. That's a good way to do it. All right. Just uh, Google Eric Paul Sound, all one word. Eric Paul Sound. All mash is it? Pops up. Are you on the, any of the streaming platforms? I am on Spotify. I am on iTunes. I'm on Amazon Music. Just talk to Alexa. She knows what's going on. <laughs> yes. I just ask Alexa, but you have to say it as one word or else. Hey, Alexa. Eric Paul. Killer. That's what you got to look up. Eric Paul. Killer. <laughs> okay. That's all that might shit. come out. I bet there's Eric an actual Paul, killer. Killers on Amazon. <laughs> yes. Watch the movie. There'll be yeah, a big there, no, There's an interpretive, like, 40 <laughs> second short. Can you I know, touch that for one right. killers? <laughs> we walking around half naked with a knife. It's all good. <laughs> All right, so that is uh, the first uh, installment of this weekend of shows. Was I was super happy to have all these guys come hang out after, come do this podcast. The podcast was definitely not planned at all. We just uh, were all hanging out in one room, so we decided to throw a mic up, and uh, it's been cool. So Their home is beautiful. It feels like a, a waterlogged wood cabin. It's, it's, it's gorgeous. Um, they've got lights strung up all over just yeah. a little peek. I don't mean to give a behind the scenes. You can I'm probably going to take a picture of everybody right now oh my God. and Would put you? it on this. Like That's oh, what you're going to be looking to. at gots to. when you yeah. listen to this podcast. We got to. to. Airpo yes. says we got oh to. God. Just so you can get the vibe of what is happening right now because it is intense. So anyway, that is the, the Weekend Warrior Show Recap Podcast, night number one, Thursday. Uh, we, we, I'm in a band called The Unemployed Architects. We played at the night shop. That's Eric Paul, rock and roll. All right. We'll talk to you, we'll talk to you soon. So yeah, that was the after show hangout, kind of 2 a.m. in the morning. Everybody all disoriented and discombobulated, very unorganized, very... But that's, I mean, that's what it really was like, you know. I, just hanging out with those guys, everybody kind of yelling over each other and getting to know each other. And uh, it was overall just an awesome night. Uh, it was a lot of great live music. I got to give a uh, shout out to Hot Sauce Universe, even though they weren't there, you know. They, they really killed it that night. That was the best I think I've ever seen them play. They always are great, but that was like another level of good. And then again, I just got to say, watching uh, Miss Christine and Eric Paul play, I mean, Miss Christine's songs are so fun and just kind of uh, cool bass lines and, you know, very, very, uh, very good. And watching Eric Paul, you know, shred a guitar was was pretty pretty intense as well. So it was it was definitely a very cool show, and uh, I'm glad we have a mo little memento to kind of remember it. 
even though, you know, like I said, a little, a little unorganized and a little uh, unplanned, but uh, it was something, you know. So my thoughts on the show that we played, you know, I, I didn't really talk too much about that, but, uh, it, you know, we, we, we volunteered to play first because, you know, I could, like I said in the, pod, the earlier part of the podcast, it was a l- lot less stressful to just kind of come and casually set up. We probably played for like 45 to an hour and, uh, you know, it, it was fun. There was probably 10 people there maybe when we were playing. Uh, I got a lot busier later, as I mentioned as well. And uh, Eric, the sound guy, did, like the, the other band was saying, did a great job. Um, I used my in-ears, so that was, you know, it's a different experience every time. Uh, I, I didn't really like the sound in my in-ears. It sounded real like MIDI, but, uh, you know, out front I think it sounded fine. And that's something I'm still kind of figuring out as we go here. But, uh, yeah, so I, th- I think we played, you know, in the top 80% of what we usually do. I, it was it was uh, me, Lo, and Dave. I did the foot drums. And uh, then we hung, got to hang out and watch, you know, a bunch of killer bands. So it was it was a lot of fun. So then Friday at the Trading Post Saloon, uh, I don't know if I have the same same kind of attitude towards this show. Had a lot of a lot of issues. We, we started with us just you know being a little late to the show and trying it because I had to work again, and then I'd come home, grab a few things, and then off to the races. And you know it was a late night with the bands and stuff, so I was pretty worn out. And then we got to the show. I decided to just use the JBL and my in-ears to kind of... I did the foot drums as well, but I didn't really mic, uh, mic anything or, you know, do anything too crazy. I, I did mic them. I just used the Roland, the Roland amp that I have. And I was trying to keep it simple, but and we were there late. And, of course, uh, I could not get it to sound good, mainly my vocals. Um, I, I just, like, I got everything set up. I was feeling good, and then... I ran into the issues, the, like uh, or this this one issue where my voice sounded kind of like a radio, like a I don't know, like an old tin can microphone, kind of very MIDI. I couldn't really, uh, you know, just die. The JBL only has like a high and bass, like it has, uh, you know, high and low. It doesn't have any mids or anything, so I couldn't really scoop anything out, you know. So throughout the show, I was, like was changing the settings on my pedal to try to f- compensate, but it just was not sounding good. And there's like nothing I could do. I mean, I probably, you know, was sounding f- okay out front, but I just like, because it sounded so funny, it's really hard to enjoy yourself. I mean, you could probably hear the vocals they were kind of quiet and, uh, you know, I'm frantically, you know, sweating it, of course, because that's what I do. I, I sweat things like that. And, uh, you know, I, Part of that's good because eventually, you know, I fixed the problem, but uh, you know, I let I let it kind of bog the first half of the performance down a little bit, and then of course I wasn't in the best mood because it was like, what is going on? Is it my cables? Is it my pedal? Because I I'd mentioned in a previous podcast I had some pedal issues, um, and you know it was it was just and I you know working a lot and staying out too late and all that stuff kind of combined. 
And Laura Lynn wasn't, wasn't really uh, feeling great either, so she, she was, uh, you know, uh, having, having a, a rough night already. And then, I don't know, it just it just compiled and compiled. And then, like, on our break, you know, I was trying to... We weren't getting any sort of reaction from the crowd at all. And at that point, you know, I was doing mostly covers because, you know, I was feeling like it wasn't sounding good. So I figured the least I could do if it's not sounding good is give people, you know, songs that they like. So then in the break, I changed out a bunch of cables, um, changed my settings again, tried to remix the vocals. Uh, didn't really take a break, just, you know, spent the whole time trying to do that. And, uh, you know, unsuccessful ultimately. And, uh, you know, kind of the same story. You know, it probably sounded a little better, but not great on that next set. And then we took another break, and I changed out the microphone because I had this flash, like while I was, you know, changing out some different cables and stuff like that of the night before at the night shop, uh, my microphone rolling off a table onto the ground, you know, uh, and it, it, it's an expensive mic and I was <laughs> pretty, like it, it flashed in my head. I was like, oh, that's what's going on, you know, and that was like the last thing I would have guessed. And it was, I mean, it was the last thing I guessed, but, um... So I was like, oh, it's the microphone. So I changed out the microphone, but of course my settings were all over the place because I just had been trying to fix an issue that, you know, could have, if I would have changed out the microphone to begin with, would have easily been solved, but trying to fix it with different cables, trying to fix it with, and uh, my in-ears weren't working with the, it was a cable issue as well. So I ended up and threw a floor monitor down that I had in the car. And it was just, I don't know, it was a lot of things right in a row. But I uh, ended up changing out the mic, got it, sound, got it to sound tolerable. And I was like, I don't know, it was the last like 45 minutes that we were there. And we hadn't really gotten any negative feedback or good feedback at this point. You know, some people were halfway paying attention. And that's kind of the way it always is down at the bar but um, and at the trading post. But uh, we ended up and... You know, I was, I was like, I, did, I pretty much decided to take my anger out on um, playing. Like I was, I was, I was mad a little bit, and like I was, what I, what I would call hate playing a little bit. Like um, I was trying to get that, you know, that that anger out, I guess. And uh, it, you know, just kind of had a. I kept having this phrase run through my head from a. It was a, a vet, Avet Brothers documentary. That they that uh, they said you know rock and roll's not perfect, and I just kept having that that line run through my head. So um, I wasn't singing great because of the, the the mix of the microphone and the monitors weren't really mi mixed very good, and I was just like kept thinking that over and over. And I was probably making a lot of mistakes, but I was just like you know screw it, I'm just gonna go hard or go home, you know. And I re we really just at that and Laura Lynn was kind of in the same boat, and it was just me and her that night. I don't know if I mentioned that, but. Uh, we we ended up and we won the crowd over like we we got them by the end and uh, you know I I was very unexpected to end the way it did and we started to have fun and then um, you know we got a lot, we got a ton of feedback ton of great feedback from everybody of course you know people being drunk enough to you know be into it probably helped but we were catching people's attention and uh you know it was very high energy performance because like i said we're kind of hate playing a little bit and uh you know it was just kind of surprising and we we ended up and kind of had fun with the last 
you know, 40, 45 minutes. And we played a little bit longer than we were scheduled to, you know, we were having, having a good time for sure. And, uh, yeah, so that was the kind of the way the show ended. Uh, but then at the after show, we had a weird thing happen where there's this guy, the whole, I, I kind of saw this coming like a mile away. This guy was like really drunk, kind of old guy. And he kept like, making making faces and blowing kisses at Laura Lynn, which is just awkward for her and me and everybody there. But the guy was, you know, drunkenly unaware of what he was doing. And uh, he he did, like at the beginning, kind of pull Laura Lynn down to dance with him. And, you know, at that point we thought he was harmless. You know, he was kind of just into the music. And she did go out and kind of dance with him. And uh, as the night wore on, we realized that he, he may have thought a lot more about that dance than we had, you know, we were just trying to get people up and moving and have a good time. And I don't know, it, it, it got, got a little weird by the end of the set. And then like, he was asking me where she was and stuff. So I was like, and she had, she had went like to the bathroom or something. So, um, or out to the car, I don't even remember. So I, I was like looking for her cause I knew this guy was going to be like a creep to to her just because i mean he was you know i could just tell by the way he was talking very intoxicated and uh saying weird stuff so i was looking for her by the time i finally found her and uh right when i found her the guy just like grabs her from behind and like puts his arms around her and of course like it was about half second before i pushed him off her and said you know you know back off you know you gotta stay away and uh but that really, you know, was upsetting for Laurelyn, and uh, you know, it was just uncomfortable. Uh, and you know, she she uh, obviously wasn't very excited <laughs> excited about that, or you know, the rest of the show is rough, ended strong, and then that happened, so it definitely put a damper on the evening um, for her. And you know, I was just kind of. You know, in my head, it was like barely, barely, it wasn't even one second that he had done that. But, uh, you know, for her, it was a lot more traumatic than I had anticipated, I guess. And, uh, I don't know, it was, it was just weird. You know, you, don't, you never know what to do in that situation. Uh, I, I felt like I was on top of it, like I knew it was going to happen. And I, right when he went for it, I like pushed him off. But, you know, it's just, just a weird situation. And then um, he ended up, that guy ended up, after, Laura Lynn went up and said something to the bar and they kicked him out and the bar felt really bad about it. And, uh, but I mean, you can't, you can't control everybody in there and the bartenders are obviously working, doing their job, so they can't be watching everybody. And they didn't know who this guy was. It wasn't like he was a regular or anything like that. But, you know, everybody was, uh, you know, kind of upset about it. And he was, Laurelin wasn't the only one that he was kind of doing that to throughout the night. It was just a completely uncomfortable situation for sure. Um, and, you know, you always hate when stuff like that happens when you hear about it. And then, you know, you're living it eventually. But, uh, again, it was, it was almost nothing. Uh, just because it was such a short amount of time that he he was you know going to grab her pretty much, but you know she that ruined her whole night just because of that pretty much, and uh, it's too bad really. And I I mean we don't blame the bar or anything like that. You know anywhere there's alcohol served, you kind of it's a po it's a possibility. We just you know a lot of times we don't see that kind of thing happen, but uh, you know. 
the show itself was was a lot of fun by the end of it and the only reason it wasn't at the beginning was because my shortcomings and trying to you know get everything sounding good and not being able to be in the moment as much but we finally got there by the end and I mean, people were singing along, humming along kind of all night. It, was, it wasn't like all bad or anything like that. It's just, you know, I was so in my head about uh, the, the, the way my vo- vocals were sounding in my in-ears and out front and I couldn't make them loud enough. And then, you know, I've come to find that the expensive microphone that I had was broken, which uh, is unfortunate. But I mean, that thing has seen years of live live playing you know so like it's it's i got i I got my money out of it it's not that you know it's just uh i I like that mic a lot but uh so that was the friday night show you know some good some bad uh and then saturday we played over in bartonville i had to work again and uh i was i was hoping to pick up a mic or phone at my work but uh we didn't have any of the ones that I was hoping we had, and I ended up and ran to the other music shop in town because I needed something for that night that would be better. I picked up a Shure Beta 57, which I'd had in the past um, a long time ago. Actually, Blair, I think it was his mic, but I ended up using it to sing a lot. And uh, I always I always liked that mic, but I wasn't my first choice, but I needed something, you know. And I was like, well, we'll just kind of roll the dice. Maybe it'll sound good. Maybe it'll be... And I had spent like maybe an hour cleaning and spraying out and um, resetting my pedal board earlier that day, like uh, trying to get it all kind of working and functional. And I'm really glad I took the time to do that finally. I hadn't cleaned any of my pedals for, <laughs> for a long time. So it looked like all, all my pedals looked, you know, not new, but close to less used, that is for sure. And, uh, the settings were a little bit closer to where they needed to be, and uh, we we played at Marshall's Tap, which we we played there twice before. And uh, the first time it was a lot of fun. The second time it was you know pretty fun, and then this time it was like a blast. So uh, it was a good crowd, and I don't know. I mean, I felt uncomfortable for the first part because it's crazy how much of a difference like just a different mic. Uh, makes you sing differently like I felt like the pickup was like the way it picks up the 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 vocals was different you know so it's like a a different mentality and it took me a long time to get used to but once I got used to it I think I really liked it like um, I think it was uh, maybe uh, better than the one I was using around the same price so I mean it was definitely expensive and I had the in-ears going, and uh, I felt like it sounded really good. It didn't, doesn't really have a lot of uh, room. Like, uh, I had to be pretty much up on it the whole time, but I felt like it cut out the low end, cleaned up the low end quite a bit, which was uh, which was nice. I mean, I felt like it made my vocals kind of more clear than usual. And this time I used the JBL, and uh, I used a kind of front fill and a mixer, and did the auxes aux out into my uh, into my in ears, and I feel like that always has a better because I can hear the kick drum a little bit, I can hear Lowe's vocals a little bit, I can hear my vocals really well and my acoustic really well, and I can kind of mess with the levels on it to get it exactly how I want it. The the negative to that is like I don't know, really know how it sounds out front all the time, but I got definitely got to a point where I wasn't thinking about it, 
and that uh, is half the battle, I feel like. Once you get to that point, you can really just perform your songs and, uh, you know, not, not think about... After that Friday night, which was a complete struggle singing, and I kind of wrecked my voice because I ended up just yelling a lot to, to, to hear myself, it was, it was nice to just, you know, let go and sound good and not have to try to sound good. And I mean, Thursday night, it was it was fun and, you know, sounded pretty good, but it was a different sound setup, and I was, uh, you know, I, I, like, I like those bands, so I, I, you know, I want them to think we're good, so I get in my head about that a little bit too much, and uh, it was a different sound setup, and my in-ear feed was a little weird, so it was like I'm, I'm overthinking it, overthinking a little bit too much. I didn't get to the point of like letting go as much as I wanted to. And I got a little bit of that Friday night too. Like I, I got, I got to a little bit of the letting go at the end, but again, I was just shouting and like, it wasn't sounding great, but it was, you know, it, it was something. I was, it was kind of getting some of the aggression I had for the night kind of out. And that felt really nice, but, uh, wrecked my voice. But then Saturday finally caught the groove even though it was new gear, new new microphone, new settings on my pedals, um, and I got to a point where I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't overthinking, and I was like just performing in the moment and like having fun. And uh, there was a good crowd there. We had a couple couple of our of our fan friends, friend fans, come out. Uh, Susan and Troy, they uh, they came from, uh, I think. I mean, they, they see us in Bloomington all the time, but they go to Peoria area shows sometimes too, and they made it out, and it's always just a blast to have those guys because they're, um, you know, they're on our team, if that makes sense. We have somebody rooting for us, and that's always just nice to have, you know, right right at the, from the, the get-go. I mean, they, they probably missed about a half hour, but then, you know, once they were there, it really just puts us at ease a little bit because, like I said, it's like you have somebody rooting for you and going to be paying attention and like into it know your songs and want to hear certain songs and it's just nice to have some actual like fans out but you know and friends so we in on our breaks and stuff we get to hang out with people we like and that was nice and then um there were another couple that came later that came to our first show there and they were just like dancing and having an awesome time and brought the energy up and um I don't know. That was probably my favorite show of the my my favorite performance of the week, we'll say. The show on Thursday was just a blast all around. I don't think I performed my best, but um, you know, it was just a a good all-around night, you know. It was just fun and everybody had had a good time and good music, good people and like is it Friday was a little on the rough side and then uh Saturday, you know, we finally kept, caught our stride, I feel like. Um and uh you know, we were all, low and I at least, were very sleep deprived. I, like I said, I worked six hours. One of those was an 11-hour day. And then after that, uh, my brother and his wife, his wife had the baby. So I had a baby. And we went over and after I worked a long shift, hung out. It was kind of nice because um, the last podcast I did, I had uh, recorded the first day of my life like in memory of my grandpa who had, you know, passed away recently and um, put that on the podcast. But then, you know, the baby was born and that was their 
first dance at their wedding and uh you know it was the first day of otis's life so it was it was kind of cool to be able to send them a cut of that so they could you know listen to it on the first day of the the the, the new one's life so uh you know since the song is the first day of my life by bright eyes that was cool to have and um you know it's it's uh, always exciting you know ha- having a a new nephew very cool excited about that but uh you know we've just been kind of run down a little bit but this week we're hoping to catch up a little bit um only two shows it's the two-nighter in davenport we haven't done that in a while it's going to be halloween weekend so i think it's going to be very very busy and uh there's there's a costume contest that uh the winner well the winner thir- thursday could win like 100 bucks friday 300 bucks and then saturday is uh 500 for first place 300 for second place so it's going to be pretty intense i think a lot of people are going to go pretty hard cuz that's a i mean Saturday, they're giving out more money than we are even making for the whole the two nights of playing. So, I mean, that's that's incentive for sure to get uh, get a good costume going. I don't know what we're we, we're like so broke right now. We had kind of an unexpected bill come up. Um, I, I mean, I won't say it was really my bill, but I, anyway. Uh, so we both just don't have a ton of money and. Uh, you know, so I'm probably going to end up and go out and busk after I work today or pretty soon here because um, I'm, I'm off right now. I got off at uh, around 2. And uh, so now I'm in between trying to finish this podcast and then I'm going to go out and play on the street pretty much uh, and see if I can get some gas money. I've done, I, I kind of forget that I can do that in the nice parts of the year because, you know, I'm playing every Friday and Saturday most of the time. And, you know, usually I'm not, like, in dire need, but I need some gas money to get to Davenport for the weekend shows. So, and, it, you know, it's good practice to get out there on the street and just play for people. And, you know, so I've made over 100 bucks, you know, doing it for a few hours on, diff, like, a, just a random day. And I've, you know, I've made a lot less as well when I've done it, but, uh, it is a way to, you know, a surprising way that you can just go out and set up a little display with a tip jar and, you know, just play, you know, it's a good practice, gets you, you know, some, cause I'm practicing anyway, like I would normally practice. So I just go out and practice and maybe a little bit longer, but, uh, out in front of people and, uh, you know, get some tips in my jar and, That'll get me through the week, so I'll probably go out today and tomorrow. I think it's homecoming weekend here, so it should be pretty busy. A little chilly, but, um, you know, I might be able to make something happen, you know, even if I only make 10 bucks, you know, it's better than none, so. So anyway, going to be talking about the two-nighter in Davenport with the crazy uh, costume contest. I'm sure there'll be plenty to talk about this next week. And uh, I know this was a little bit on the longer side and something a little bit different. So if you made it this far, uh, you're awesome and I appreciate you. And uh, I will talk to you next week. Have a good one.